May the peace of the Lord with all brothers and sisters. And this evening's topic for mutual encouragement is the acceptable year of the Lord. Let me first ask this question. In retrospect, which is the time of your life that is the most memorable? Or the time that is the most joyful to you in your lifetime? Perhaps you are able to describe a joyful day, but however, it will be difficult for you to describe a joyful year. Because in a year there are 365 days, you're not going to say that every single day you're joyful. It is true that in one's lifetime we'll have a lot of things happening. But in the Bible, as we read, uh, in our recent Bible reading plan, uh, we're at Leviticus. As we look at the law of God, uh, they will notice that the law of God is very uh, humane, that He understands our needs. Uh, even though there are some that we're not abiding these days, but there are a lot of spiritual implication in all this law of God. And we know that uh, the Lord God has created this world within six days. On the seventh day, it's the Sabbath day. And this has extended uh, to the New Testament era. Even the apostles, they were abiding by it. And because observing the Sabbath is one of the Ten Commandments. So as the disciples of the Lord today, we have to abide by this command. So we understand we're very familiar with Sabbath day. But have you ever heard Sabbath year? And under the Mosaic law, uh, in the Old Testament, there's one thing uh, that has been mentioned here is Sabbath year. And this is the first point that I'm going to go over. And after the seven of when we have seven uh seven years, uh, then we'll it will come about the year of Jubilee. And we understand the word Jubilee because it's a celebration of 50 anniversary. As a matter of fact, uh, Jubilee came from uh, the Old Testament. So what do we mean by the year of Jubilee? Uh, just like uh, some of us said. And lastly, we will talk about what does this year of Jubilee symbolize? And what is the prefiguration of this year of Jubilee and if there is any kind of significance for Christians? And all these have been recorded in 
Leviticus chapter 25. First of all, we like to talk about what do we mean by the Sabbath year. So we understand what uh, Sabbath day is all about, but do we understand what Sabbath year is about? Uh, please turn to Leviticus chapter 25, verse 1 to 3. Leviticus chapter 25, verse 1 to 3. And the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I give you, then the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its fruit. 神在西乃山的时候跟摩西有讲过这一个吩咐 As a matter of fact, uh, the Lord has already revealed to Moses on Mount Sinai 不但只是条件命里面有一个安息日 uh, Not only within these Ten Commandments, there is one commandment about observing the Sabbath 在律律典章里面有一条要守安息年 But in the law, uh, there is one requirement, which is to keep the Sabbath year 这里说是土地地要守的安息年 it says here that it is for the land uh, to observe the Sabbath year. Uh, not only for human, we need to rest, but as uh, the land as well. Uh, some people may say that why does the land need to rest? Do they actually get exhausted? Of course, the land will never get tired. But there's a meaning behind the Lord wanting the land to take rest. Because in order for the land to take a rest, that human will have to cooperate. In a farming society in the past, that everyone does farming. So uh, within the first six years, everyone will be uh, plowing the field. But however, on the seventh year, they will have to stop whatever they were doing in the past. Let's read uh, from verse 4 to 7. Verse 4, But in the seventh year, there shall be a Sabbath of solemn rest for the land, a Sabbath to the Lord. You shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard. What grows its own accord of your harvest, you shall not reap nor gather the grapes of your antenna vine, for it is a year of rest for the land. And the Sabbath produce of the land shall be food for you, for you, your male and female servants, your hired men, and the stranger who dwells within uh, with you, for your livestock and beasts and are in your land, all its produce shall be for food. And all these are the instructions of God about this Sabbath year. There are things that you should do, there are things that you should not do. And you are not allowed to sow, you are not allowed to plant. But for those that it grow on its own, that you can enjoy. However, you are not allowed to plant new things. So why about this strange uh, commands from God? In today's context, we may not be able to understand. 
The land will yield its produce every single year. Why do we need to take a break? 其其实啊，圣经是最科学的，因为神知道他创造天地万物所有的运作的方向。As a matter of fact,、uh, the teachings of the Bible can be very scientific because it knows the nature and it knows what does the best. 好，那我们再来简单讲一讲安息年的目的为何。So, in a simple nutshell, we like to talk about the purpose of the Sabbath year. 第一个目的，啊、uh, ，the first purpose， 就是神要让劳动者啊，那些耕田的那些可以得到安息，可能 which is allow which is allow to uh the laborer to take a break. 神要给我们安息日，这一个礼拜休息一天。So the Lord has granted Sabbath uh to allow us to rest on the seventh day. 有时候你很累啊，休息一天还不够，对不对 ？Ah,、uh, sometimes you find that uh one day of rest is not enough. 现代人的，如果你去上班的话，一年有一到两个礼拜的这个有限的这个假期。If you were to work, uh, you probably will have a week or two of vacations. 啊，那如果你从度假回来，你的人生整个身体啊，就好像得到重新得到力量。Ah,、uh, sometimes you find that after your vacationing, uh, you are so charged up. 啊，那如果没有休息的话，你的身体就会出状况。And without resting, you will find that your body just cannot handle.、It. 所以神对当时的百姓说，你。劳碌的六年了、啊，第七年给你给你们放假，都不用耕田。Uh, therefore, the Lord God says that you've been working for the past six years, so for the seventh year you will take a rest. 这个是强迫性的，这摩西律法写下来的。This is mandatory, uh, which is stated in the Moses law. 尤其是那些农夫啊，或者是雇工啊，他们哇，强迫他们要放一年的假。And specifically, all the servants or farmers, uh, they are forced to take a year of break. 这个是这个很大的恩典。And this is the greatest grace of all. Today, you find a boss will tell you six months of work, and then seventh year, you don't have to work anymore. These days, you don't find any employers will give you a year of vacation. No, there's none. You exceed one month, the boss doesn't want you anymore. And if you were to miss、uh, your work for a month, you will probably fire you. But God's plan makes those laborers very hard work, seventh year of work, seventh year of rest. And the Lord God knows that all these farmers or people who are involved in the labor. Uh, laboring uh, are very toilsome. And the purpose is for God、uh, to tell people、uh, to have a limitation on the things that you do because you are so busy.、Uh, do not think that it's good to be busy. And some people thought that they're very a very responsible person. They never had any break from work. I've never taken any vacation in the past decade. This is really good. This is good. And people thought that、uh, this is something、uh, great to do. Sometimes there are people who、uh, think about that's the way how I work in the church. And we have a lot of work,、uh, and and we never take break. Work is work. Rest is rest. And there are time for break. There are time for work. Sometimes you have to serve the Lord. Sometimes you will have to take a rest from it. And just like into the bylaw of the church, we do have this uh, uh, instruction. You 当了几任了，你就要停下来，不可以再选了，一定要休息一届。这个也是很不圣经的道理。And if you have continuously served in the board for Uh, several terms, then you have to take a break. Then you become a, a ordinary uh, member. Uh, just listen to the sermon. And once you rest well,、uh, you will come and work for the Lord again. So, what is the second purpose of the Sabbath year? And the Lord. 
want his people to learn uh, how to uh, share. 当时安喜莲出产的, so for the seventh year or the seventh year, whatever that is yielded from the field, it belongs to everyone. Any person will uh, be able to go to your field to look for food. If you have a fixed tree or some other vegetables at home, and if somebody will to trespass your home and just pick up your fruit, you may be angry. You think that that belongs to you. Without my allowance, how can you ever come in here? Then how about the Sabbath year? It is the time where you can step into some other uh, people's house uh, freely. Especially for those widows or sojourners, because those were the people, they don't own land. And because you have land, you have field, uh, you have all this produce, it is time for you to uh, share. You cannot be selfish. And this is a kind of distribution of asset and as well as sharing. This is a concept that uh, came from God. You need to take care of those people who are in need the most. Today, you, uh, do you, uh, have you already learned uh, the doctrines of uh, sharing? And God has given you so much. Have you ever shared with whatever you have with others? Or are you just simply very selfish and never share with anything, with anyone? And if you are being selfish, God will never bless you. The more you share with others of what you have, the more uh, the Lord God will bless you with. And I saw a lot of uh, brothers and sisters, they may have planted a lot of vegetables at home. They brought it to the church to share. Uh, there are zucchinis, there are tomatoes, uh, there are fig, uh, fruits. Of course, uh, it is not only limited to all these produce. And the third purpose of uh, the reason why we need to have the Sabbath year and so that the land will have a complete rest that you should not uh, overuse the land. And this is a way of how we learn uh, things about uh, environmental protection. This is a concept only discovered in recent years uh, of the scientists that uh, the land will have to take a rest. They cannot just keep on producing uh, uh, produce all the time. Because there got to be a time that the land will have to take a rest. If there is no rest given to the land, if you keep on planting things, and the uh, uh, this uh, nutrients uh, from the soil will gradually lost. And because of constant irrigation, you will find that uh, this content of nitrogen will decrease. Uh, potassium uh, will decrease. 
so that you will find that gradually uh, you're not able to plant as good as before. Especially in the hundreds or thousands of years ago, uh, there's no such thing as fertilizer. That's the reason why that uh, all the more they need to uh, allow the land to rest. And this is totally very scientific way of protecting uh, the environment. If you don't listen to the words of God, you keep on planning every single year, uh, eventually you will have nothing. And this is what uh, uh, what uh, people these days are about. So now I have this uh, chemical fertilizer, I keep on using it. At the beginning, it might work very well. Eventually, you'll find that it will fail. So you need to listen to the words of God. God has given you such an environment and surrounding, you need to treasure it. And you, may, you must not excessively use it. If you don't have a, a good upkeep, uh, you will just destroy it. And this is how the land behaves. Now, same applies to machinery. And it also applies to a body. If you don't rest well, if you don't keep up uh, with your health, uh, you will destroy it. So today, have we ever learned such a teaching? The things that you possess or you own, you don't excessively use it to the point where you don't have a thing. Otherwise, you may retire early, you might just destroy your health early. And this is a very precious teaching. And also, in this Sabbath year, it tells us that. Uh, uh, the Hebrews or the servants, uh, they will have a uh, year, a time where they can take a break. And they will be released. And this uh, is recorded in Exodus chapter 21, verse 2. And if you are the uh, servants of the Israelites, you will have to be released on the seventh year. And this is telling us that we need to forgive somewhere, uh, some other people's indebtedness. Because it's your brother, uh, they're also Hebrews. And why does a person uh, has to become your servant? Because he owes you something. And he cannot repay his debt. So he has sold himself to you. By the most, he was going to continuously work for you for six years, but on the seventh, he will need to take a rest. And this is a teaching of forgiveness. And it is a forgiveness of debt. Especially your brothers and sisters or your relatives. Someone may have uh, owe you something. And maybe they owe you some money they are not able to repay you. And maybe they owe you a favor. Or maybe uh, in something in a certain way that they owe you something. And or maybe they have offended you. 
and you're very angry. 但是呢，你还要记得，安息年到了，你还是要放手。But remember, on the seventh year or the seventh year, you need to forgive them. 哇，这个又不是你的兄弟来的。Because they are your brethren. 哇，这个真是很宝贵了。This is very precious. 再来第五点呢？安息年要学什么 ？So what is the fifth point? Uh, that we need to learn from the seventh year. 今天我们哇，不用耕田，有一年的休息。我游山玩水啊，到处到处放假去玩，不是很好。So if this is the seventh year where we don't need to、uh, plant or sow in a field, then we can take the time to tour. 神不是给你游山玩水啊，放松啊，放假。But however, the Lord God is not allowing you to take the time for vacation. 安息年是给你好好学习神的话。Because on the seventh year is the time. For you to learn the words of God. Please turn to Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one, verse ten. Deuteronomy chapter thirty-one, verse ten. And Moses commanded them, saying, "At the end of every seven years, at the appointed time in the year of release, at the feast of the、uh, tabernacles." 第十一节 Excuse me. 十一节，以色列人众人来到耶和华你神所选择的地方朝见他。那时你要在以色列众人面前将这律法念给他们听。十二节。Verse twelve. 要招聚他们男女孩子，并成你寄居的，使他们听，使他们学习好敬畏耶和华你们的神，遵守、谨守、遵行这律法上的一切话。这里告诉我们安息年要做什么。It tells us that、uh, what we need to do in the seventh year. 每七年安息年要去神所选择的地方。On this、uh, seventh year or the seventh year, we need to go to the place that, that the Lord instructs. 男女老少，包括孩子也抓来。All children, 也抓来。All men and women will have to come. 不用种，不用耕田了，整天做什么 ？So if they need now to go work in a field, what do they do every day? 抓来。They will have to be gathered、uh, to listen to the words of God. 好好学习敬畏神。They need to learn how to be fearful of God. 你不敬畏神，你会有什么后果？你知道吗 ？If you、uh, don't fear the Lord,、uh, what will be the consequence?、啊、如果你敬畏神，又得到什么福气 ？So what's the kind of blessings that you receive when you fear the Lord? 有一整年呢、啊，休息让你可以学习神的话语、啊。You have this entire year to take a rest. And then to learn the words of God. Today, many people, ah, 放假休息都是去 vacation 啊，去哪里玩呢 ？And today, ah, for us, if we were to take a break, we'll probably go for vacation somewhere else. 有一个姐妹很感动我。And there was a sister who was very touching. 她每年把那个假期都留来参加成人神训班。Every time when she has a vacation, she will she will spend the time. Uh, to attend the NYTS. So、uh, she will always fly to the place or the church where they host the adult、uh, theological seminar. I asked her, "Wow, others vacation to travel around the world, but you're taking vacation to attend all these seminars." Wow, she said, "I need it." And she said that I need this、uh, very valid. 平常上班很忙了，只有聚会，没有办法长期的学习神的话。Because、uh, every day I have to work, I don't have time to learn the words of God. 要在教会侍奉，有时候都没有力量了。And sometimes I find myself lacking of strength serving the Lord in the church. 家里有很多问题，常常都很悲痛，有时候都很软弱。
And sometimes I face problems at home that I feel that I'm so weak. And every year I look forward so much for this one week of seminar that I can attend. Of course, at our lifetime, we are not able to take a year of break just to learn the words of God. But uh, whichever opportunities that we have, we need to hold on to it. So what is the most important thing that we need to learn from Sabbath year? There's one thing which is very important. That all the people need to learn how to depend on the Lord. Please turn to Leviticus uh, chapter... And if you say, what shall we eat in the seventh year, since we shall not sow nor gather in our produce? This applies to our everyday life. So if the Lord were to ask you to take off from your work for a year, what do we eat? And if the farmers were to go without work for a year, they're not going to have any produce next year and there's no such thing as social welfare uh, where the government put money in your bank account. Uh, but if you don't have any money in your bank account, you just cannot survive. And it is so interesting that the Lord already know what human needs. And what am I going to eat? Over at verse 21. It says here, Then I will command my blessing on you in the sixth year, and it will bring forth produce enough for three years. So on the sixth year, you will have three folds of produce. Why does the Lord give three, three folds? Because the second year you need to eat. And on the seventh year, uh, that you don't have any work to do or produce. On the eighth year, uh, you begin working because you don't have any produce. Uh, therefore, it is on the sixth year where the Lord grants you three folds of produce. And this is a test uh, for the faith of people at that time. Do you believe the Lord till the end? Do you believe the fact that if you keep the Sabbath year, the Lord will bless you for three years? Of course, a lot of people just simply don't believe it. As a matter of fact, a lot of people in those days, they never observed the Sabbath year. You don't need to mention about Sabbath year uh, the people didn't even observe the Sabbath day. They even work on Sabbath day. So how can they ever have such a faith to not work for the entire year? If you truly have this kind of faith, and the blessings will be this immense, 
truly you can rest for a year. And we have a lot of brothers and sisters share and testify about this. Of course, they did not uh, keep the Sabbath year. But they keep Sabbath day. They insist that uh, on Sabbath day, I need to leave uh, or, or spare this time for the Lord. At the end, the Lord God bless them. And there are a lot of uh, members who own businesses. And they insisted on Sabbath day, they will close their shop. And in the longer run, you find that the Lord God bless them in a big way. It surpasses all what they need every day. And there are a lot of such a grace and also testimonies in true Jesus Church. Therefore, it is all dependent on your faith towards the Lord. And sometimes you may say that this is so hard to do, I just don't want to do it. Okay, that's your choice. But if you have this kind of faith, then you will be able to experience the blessings of God. So every six year, then the following year, the seventh year, it will be the year of blessing. But you thought that uh, that was the year that is the best. Uh, the Sabbath year is not the, the best year. And there's even a better year. And this is called the year of Jubilee. Let's read uh, Leviticus chapter 25, verse 8 to 9. Leviticus chapter 25, verse 8 to 9. And you shall count seven Sabbaths of years for yourself, seven times seven years, and the time of the seven Sabbaths of years shall be to you 49 years. Verse 9. Then you shall cause the trumpet, of the Jubilee uh, to sound on the tenth day of the seventh month. On the day of atonement, you shall make the trumpet to sound throughout all your land. It says here there's seven, uh, seven years, so altogether 49 years. So this uh, seven, uh, seven, seven years uh, add up to be 49 years, and then the following 50th year will be the uh, uh, year of Jubilee where you sound the trumpet. And on the 50th year uh, will be the year of Jubilee. So we must remember this on the 49th year, the year after 49th year will be the 50th year, uh, which is called the year of Jubilee. And why does that year call the year of Jubilee? Because in the original text of uh, uh, Hebrew language, uh, the year of Jubilee uh, means the horn of ram. That is the year where you have to sound the trumpet. So the uh, Sabbath year is good enough. Uh, however, the year of the Jubilee is the best of all. And there's going to be way more blessings 
uh, in the year of Jubilee. Let's read uh, verse 10 and on. And, and you shall consecrate the uh, 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his possessions, and each of you shall return to his family. Verse 11, the 50th year shall be a jubilee to you. In it, uh, you shall neither sow nor reap what grows of its own accord and gather the grapes at your untended vine. 好了，这一年洗莲了，不得了啊！你一辈子大概只能碰到一次。So in your entire lifetime, you probably will come across this once year of jubilee.因为五十年才一次啊。Because it only happened once in fifty years.除非你活超过一百岁，你可以碰到两次。Other than you living more than a hundred years, that you will encounter twice.碰到一次都不得了。It is already good for you to uh just uh come across one.好，这一年有什么好？ so what so good about this year? So how does the Bible describe about, about this year? So over at verse 12, it says here, For it is the Jubilee, it shall be holy to you. So God has specifically blessed this year. It is such a wonderful year when you don't need to work. The Lord God will bless you all the way. And you can eat the produce from the field. Because this is a year, also, it's a year of uh, the Sabbath year. You don't need to work. And God will supply your uh, daily necessity. And this is the first important thing. And this is not good enough. And secondly, this is the year of liberty. Let's read verse 10. And over here it says that to proclaim liberty. What do we mean by uh, proclaim liberty? Not only the slaves and servants of the Hebrews will have to be released. In the past, you sold your body to your masters. You don't. You owe a lot of money. And for those a child that were born by all the slaves also belongs to the master. In that specific year, everyone in this family of the slave uh, can be released and go home. And this is also a year of atonement. Let's turn to Isaiah, Isaiah chapter, chapter 63, verse 4. For the day of vengeance is in my heart, and the year of my redeem has come. It says by the Lord that this is a year of atonement where if there's any trouble or there's anything that you've fallen short of, God will just forgive you. And what is the most precious of all? That this will be the year that is full of grace. All of your debts uh, will be written off. And because you owe money, then you 
gave your land to someone else's, but this is the time where you can reclaim your land. And take for instance, if uh, 10 years ago you were to uh, give your house away because you owe uh, someone else's money. And you even sold your father's inheritance to you. But according to this law, uh, that on the year of Jubilee, uh, such a possession will have to be given back uh, to whoever owns it. Page 21 slide on. So all those uh, debts or all those that you have lost, you will once again regain it. It's just like a reset button of your life that you just press it and everything goes back to what it was. So you can reset your finances. And for someone who has lost their liberty, this is a time to reset your freedom. And for those who are oppressed, the Lord God will save you. And don't you agree that this is a year indeed so wonderful? And just now I mentioned, so for Israelites, uh, the chosen people of God, they did not even observe the Sabbath day. Before the captivity period in the Old Testament, they did not observe any Sabbath day. Not even to mention about Sabbath year. Without, without Sabbath year, there will not be year of Jubilee. Some people may say that, well, it is a wonderful plan of the Lord, but it's just very hard to be executed. Because as human, we're weak. We can have a very uh, good regulations and rules, but yet people just simply cannot abide by it. But uh, this year of Jubilee in the Old Testament served as a prefiguration. So who can truly bring about this year of Jubilee? Please turn to Gospel of Luke chapter 4, verse 19. Uh, Gospel of Luke chapter 4, verse 19. To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Verse 19. Let's read from verse 18. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to recovery of sight to the blind, to set and liberty those who are oppressed to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. During the time of Mosaic law, nobody enjoys the, nobody's joyful. Because the chosen people of God has gone astray from the words of God. They did not have any peace. At the very end, they lost their country, they lost their family. And they have been destroyed by uh, Babylon. So now they have been ruled by the Romans. So they are indeed oppressed. But then when the Lord Jesus came to this world to preach, in 
So the first time when the Lord of Jesus has been tempted, uh, what is the first thing that he mentioned? Uh, which is in uh, Isaiah chapter 61, uh, which is about the year of Jubilee. Let's read Isaiah chapter 61. Uh, let's read the uh, Gospel of Luke chapter 4. Verse 21. And he began to say to them, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. This is very precious. The Lord Jesus Christ says that, uh, says that I am the year of Jubilee. Today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. This is the greatest uh, gospel of all. 如果你活在旧约,有人告诉你,明年就是喜年了,你是好消息了,你现在不用还了。And if someone were to tell you uh, in the Old Testament that next year will be the year of Jubilee, you'll be so glad because next year your debt will be written off. 你是奴仆,你可以赎身了,你可以回家了。And as a slave, you are able to go home once again. 哇,这是多好的消息。And such a good news.可惜人间没有真正的喜年。But unfortunately, uh, in the human world, there is no such thing as true Year of Jubilee. But the Lord Jesus Christ Himself is the year of Jubilee. He is the one who realized this year. In a simple context, how did the Jesus how did the Lord Jesus Christ fulfill this year of Jubilee? First of all, the Lord Jesus Christ is the peace. Let's turn to Gospel of Matthew chapter eleven, verse twenty-eight. 凡劳苦担重担的人可以到我这里来啊，我就使你们得安息。Verse twenty-eight: Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 旧约的人当农夫很辛苦。In the Old Testament, when people whose farmer they work very hard,重担很重，没有平安。There are a lot of burden. They never have peace.今天现代人虽然不是耕田。so even though for people these days we don't engage in farming, and our stress is not even less. Especially in the past a year and a half, we're experiencing this pandemic. And those people who lost their job, then they encounter stress. And there are people who work at home. But they're bothered by their children at home and some of the church at home. They're also stressed. And there are some people find that they're so stressed that they need to have some pot or marijuana. But if you know the Lord Jesus Christ, you know that the good news is about this year of Jubilee. You don't need to drink. You don't need to depend on drugs. You come before the Lord. And you pray to the Lord. And you listen to the words of the of the Lord, and then you tell the Lord about all of your stresses. And he will give you the peace. And also the Lord Jesus Christ will give us true uh liberty. Please turn to Gospel of John chapter 8. Verse 32. Gospel of John chapter 8, verse 32. And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. 
uh, for those slaves or servants in the Old Testament, they did not have any freedom. So whatever the master instructed them to do, they will have to obey. They cannot say that I just don't like it, I don't want to go. 今天的人好像是自由, for people today, it seems that we are so free today. Especially in Canada, we enjoy a lot of liberty. But as a matter of fact, you notice that people are not as free as you think. Because they cannot control themselves. They, perhaps they know that this thing is not good for them, but yet they are so uh, engaged by it. In a time of pandemic, there are so many people who overdose drugs and then they were killed by it. And you hear from news. And they have uh, their freedom to uh, go for drugs anytime they want. But they cannot simply get away from drugs. But if you know the Lord Jesus, and you know the truth. And this truth will set you free. And this is the best news of all. And also the Lord Jesus will bring about redemption. And just now I mentioned that if you are someone that has been oppressed, and then you need the Lord to save you. And the Lord Jesus Christ is able to release or deliver you from this uh, oppression. Or if you are suffering uh, mental illness, or perhaps you're suffering from depression, or maybe you're suffering from a certain kind of illness uh, that even the physician is not able to heal you. The Lord Jesus Christ is the greatest physician. And you can come and depend on Him. And the most important of all is the Lord Jesus Christ will give us the true inheritance. Please turn to Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13. Verse 13. In Him... You also trusted after you heard the word of the truth and the gospel of your salvation, in whom also having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse 14, who is, to, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory? Wow, and this verse is indeed precious. And Paul says that uh, in the Lord, we're able to receive this possession once again. Uh, what is this lost possession? It is heaven. It is the heavenly kingdom of God. So the most beautiful mansion in Vancouver it probably only cost 30 some million. But do you admire such a thing? If there's going to be a flood, there's going to be an earthquake, this mansion may destroy. Because this world shall pass one day. And just now we have mentioned that in Christ, you will once again receive this possession. 
because this world is indeed dreadful. And, and perhaps you have already you have already heard uh, over the news that uh, this afternoon in Metro Town area uh, there's gunshots. And all traffic has been stopped, including a sky train or buses, and people cannot get out of it. And where brothers and sisters who have been trapped in Metro Town area. And there was a truth seeker who just overheard this gunshot. So uh, he uh, ran into this Apple store just to hide out. So the Apple store uh, opened up for people to, to take a hiding. At that very moment, will people ever admire all those iPhone, iPad on the table? And will there be people thinking that, what if I bring one of this device home, isn't that nice? In times of this gunshot happening, will people still be interested in all those clothing, apparels that is in the shop? And no one have interest over that. The only one thing that comes to your mind is to survive and to walk out of the mall uh, 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 living. Because your life worth more than possession. Everlasting life is worth more than your physical life. At the very beginning, this inheritance of heaven, we lost a long time ago. Because we sin against God, we become the, uh, uh, the uh, servant of sin. But this, in this year of Jubilee, the Lord Jesus Christ come again. He says that in Him, you will receive the inheritance once again. And if you see some other people who believe in the Lord, they receive the seal, is so-called the Holy Spirit Because when you receive the Holy Spirit, it symbolizes or it tells you that uh, believing in the Lord is true. Even though for your own, uh, you may be praying for Holy Spirit. But if you see others having Holy Spirit, one day you will receive as well. Because heavenly, uh, heavenly, uh, heaven of God is true. So the Lord God will once again return this inheritance to you. Because this is a resetting uh, for us that we can begin once again. So today, uh, when, we, when I read this passage, I was greatly touched. Because this is the best year of all. So if you think about your life, which is your best year? I believe it's the year when you come to know the Lord. That is the year where you let the Lord into your life. And your life from now on is different. Let's sing him. Please sing him number 510. 